looking to invest in a franchise, then our Buying a Franchise podcast is for you. Join us as we go through all of the franchise basics and help you on your journey to finding your dream franchise. Here at Inside Franchise Business, we acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia. We pay our respects to elders past and present. Hello and welcome. My name is Amy Lata and this is the Buying a Franchise podcast, vital listening for anyone interested in buying or that's in the process of buying a franchise. Now, there are plenty of options for funding a franchise today and it's something that has popped up on the pages of franchise business quite frequently. I'm here with franchise business editor Sarah Stowe to discuss some of these options, things like borrowing from family, mortgaging your house are common topics raised. And while this podcast is certainly not providing financial advice by any means, please seek independent advice, anyone and everyone listening to this, I am interested in discussing some of the regular themes coming Coming through from readers around funding a franchise. Sarah, let me start by asking, can you buy a franchise without putting in some of your own money? Uh, it's a good question um, and it's very unlikely really because franchisors want to see that as a franchisee you're prepared to risk some of your own money to make the business work. It's called skin in the game um, and it, it makes sense. People want to know that you're taking the risk um, on your on your own. So typically purchases are made with a mix of savings and loans. Yeah, well, and, and, and it makes sense, right? They want to see your personal investment. So the family, the family home is often used as collateral, but should you mortgage it to take on a business? What are the arguments for and against this? Well, a loan secured against your home um, can be a, a cheaper form of borrowing. Obviously, it depends on the economic circumstances, but um, that's a kind of a general rule. So not only are the interest rates um, lower than a credit card debt, for instance, but the interest can be deductible, tax deductible um, in the business. But it's important to consider the full cost of the loan as part of your business investment. Just remember that there will be monthly loan repayments that add on to the cost of operating the franchise. So the business revenue um, must be able to, to cover these costs. And that there is always the possibility that you may not be able to keep up the payments. And that's something that, that um, anyone taking out a loan has to consider. If you can't afford your mortgage payments and you own a franchise, um, the worst case is that you may well have to sell your home in order to reduce the financial burden. There is another consideration. You might be left with a debt once you leave the franchise. So if you, say, increased your current home loan by um, $200,000, but in the, say, the three years that you have the business, you only manage to repay 100000 of that. When you sell your business, you're going to end up with more mortgage debt than you started with. The disadvantage there, of course, is that you have no business income that's going to finance that, that extra cost, that extra loan. So it's really important to think through the consequences of using a family home as collateral, whether that's your own home or a family member who is putting up the house as security. It's, it's very common, but it is something that has to be considered uh, very sensibly with the pros and cons. Most definitely, and probably, as we said earlier, with that with that financial advice, to be honest. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so what's the alternative to mortgaging your home to buy a franchise? Well, there are several alternative sources of finance. There are personal savings, and that, that can come simply from people having saved. It could come from investments that they've um, withdrawn. Uh, family money. 
the opportunities for an unsecured loan or a credit card, which we've kind of mentioned in terms of, uh, of higher um, um, repayments. Uh, and asset finance is another option. That tends to be something that is used to um, lease equipment or perhaps do a refit for, for a store. It's not usually funded. It's not usually funding the purchase outright. It's it's part of the, the process of opening the business. And it might be worth considering a combination of these to, to fund a franchise purchase rather than just looking at one option. Makes sense. So um, you did mention that the economic climate does play a part in weighing up these particular options. How would you describe the funding environment right now? Well, I think everybody's finding it. Everyone's finding things tough. Um, business is finding uh, repayments are difficult. Um, home loans have gone up. You know, rents gone up. Everyone is, I think, struggling in terms of um, making the money that they were previously. Obviously, if you're going into business, um, you need to take that into account. But you're going in with a much longer, a longer viewpoint than just you know the next sort of 12 months. And what I am hearing anecdotally um, is that banks are the franchise sector, and that typically means that they will partially fund. A franchise purchase price. Um, it varies according to the particular institution, but it will be a, a set percentage that they're prepared to give you. Of course, what they're looking for are credit-worthy franchisees, and they will inevitably favour businesses that are part of an established franchise system with, with whom they already have a relationship, um, and one that, that will provide them with the relevant information that is quite kind of transparent. They don't have to do too much work. Um, if the franchisor is providing information for them, that makes it a whole lot easier. But it's not always possible. and It may not be the preferred option to turn to a bank. Um, some franchise buyers approach alternative lenders, and this is an increasingly busy space. Lots of these funding institutions are geared up for loans to existing businesses, though. It is more challenging to source a loan to fund the franchise purchase from an alternative um, institution. So that means that many would-be franchisees also turn to family members for a loan when they're raising money for a business. Um, families, I suppose, most commonly step in when there's a shortfall between the money raised and the cost of the franchise, although there are occasions where they may provide um, the whole upfront cost. And that's, that's you know, an awesome situation for them to be able to be in. So what are the pros and cons of tapping into family funds if it's an option for you to purchase to help purchase your franchise? Yeah, and um, what, what's commonly called the bank of mum and dad, I guess, is likely to be more more cost effective option than a bank loan. Um, you know, the borrower is usually paying a lower interest rate. I mean, that's set between the, the two parties um, and it doesn't come with the extra costs that, that you would associate with a bank loan. Um, of course, the loan has to make sense for the family members who are lending the funds, but it's quite possible that they will earn a, a good interest on their investment, even if they charge less than the bank rate. There's another clear advantage, and that's that families typically adopt a more flexible approach to repayments. So there are different ways of providing the money, and there's a whole suite of repayment options. The loose arrangements um, could be you know, interest-free and, and a bit of a pay-me-back-when-you-can approach, but other families might take a more kind of structured and, and linear approach. There's also the option for family members to become shareholders in the business, and that means that they're not technically lending money. Um, but there is a caveat that there is obviously their um, responsibility um, if the business venture fails. Okay, and so what are the potential downsides to this type of arrangement? 
Well, there's a number of, of red flags, um, and I mean, it's it's more of a kind of consideration than a than a you know don't do. It's just something that needs to be considered. Um, I think perhaps the first thing that people would think of is you know what happens if the franchisee who's taken out the the family loan, if you like, struggles to make the repayments. Um, one side effect could be extra emotional pressure. So on top of the you know the financial commitment of having to make these repayments, um, there's the the stress of of and perhaps letting down the family um, and if there's a risk that the family could lose its investment that really does put a, a big strain on the family relationship yeah it's a little closer to home yeah it is it's it's difficult it's difficult so i mean i think the other thing is that if the banks have refused to lend money there's that there is actually a reason why um, and so that should alert the family to look closely at the business opportunity it doesn't mean that they um won't necessarily go ahead with it, but you need to you need to take a very careful look at, at what the options, at why the bank might have um, rejected a loan. So it could be that there's perhaps less value in the business if there's a limited time left on the premises lease. Um, there might be old equipment that needs um, a lot of capital expenditure expenditure to um, to replace it. There could be all kinds of um, reasons, but it's important to take a, you know that close look at why the bank might have rejected. The opportunity because at the end of the day it doesn't matter how good and committed you are as a franchisee um if the situation is kind of stacked against you um you, you're starting behind the eight ball if you like it's going to be very hard to actually kind of pay back the investment yeah that makes sense and so in your perspective sarah what's sort of the worst case scenario here supposing that the the business fails um, well, I suppose you know, the worst case scenario actually is kind of the emotion. <laughs> On one side, it's the emotional side uh, of having to kind of deal with the fallout in the family. Um, and, and it is a risk that, that a business is going to fail, no matter how hard, as I said, everyone, everyone works on the business. Of course, if it does fail um, and you're unable to pay off the creditors, the franchisor mm-hmm. or the bank, and you probably will have a bank loan to some degree, will have security over the business. You take priority over family members. It has been suggested that family members can take security for the loan, and that, that does give them a, a better prospect of recouping some of the investments. A personal guarantee does give them the power to enforce payments, but it, that means you're taking a hard line, and, and that might be something that families um, don't want to go down that, that path. There's also the question of how involved family um, wants who, which is the family members who are lending the funds, want to be in the in the business decisions. I do know of of one franchisee couple who's helped fund their son into their his own business by covering the cost of say the the initial stock purchase. Um, and through their agreement, you know, they had complete access to business financials and they could keep an eye on the profit margins and had regular meetings so that they're able to stay um, on track. And the loan was repaid sort of within two years as, as agreed. So that's, you know, a, a sign of success. Then another option is for the family to, to risk their own assets. We've talked about mortgaging your home. Um, the family could provide third-party security to the bank, either with a personal guarantee or by taking out a second mortgage on, on their home. You know, if the, fran- if the incoming franchisee doesn't have that capacity, doesn't, isn't a homeowner, that might be something that the family is prepared to do. Um, but again... You've kind of got to go into those things um, with your eyes wide open and have a clear understanding and having taken financial advice as to what the best option is because you need to be aware of the risks involved in whichever option you pick. Going into a business undercapitalized is a risk, so it's important to be you know cash flow 
you've got, it's realistic about your cash flow, cash flow projections and your options and, and the business needs to be stress tested so that you understand what the potential is for the business to kind of repay back, to pay back the loans, um, whatever nature that is. But the bottom line, I think, is that, that every loan should be well documented um, and it can be registered under the Personal Property Security Act and that, that gives family members um, a little bit more security. The other really crucial thing, I think, is that emotion, you've got to take emotion out of the equation um, because it's important that families retain a good relationship no matter the outcome of the business. And I think one really obvious benefit with family funding is that there's a huge emotional satisfaction that comes from a family backing you know, a relative's initiative and, and hopefully seeing it succeed. Um, so that's absolutely positive. But I think, again, it comes down to speaking to a financial expert to review your options and discuss the best solution for your personal circumstances. That makes sense. And thanks so much, Sarah, for talking us through the different types of ways that franchise buyers are funding that purchase. In the show notes below, we've got links and references if you want to follow this further and get more in-depth information before you continue your journey to buy a franchise. If you're some way into your franchise search, you might be ready to check out the franchise handbook that's available on our website, practical tips that can help you navigate the journey smoothly. Visit franchisebusiness.com.au for more information. We hope you can join us on another Buying a Franchise podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks again for listening to our Buying a Franchise podcast. Each episode, we uncover more tips and expert advice to streamline your franchise journey. So don't forget to subscribe. And as always, visit franchisebusiness.com.au to download your free franchise handbook and access even more great franchising info.